Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's now time for Garrick Knight on Trotfly. Hey, Mr. PR, how are you, mate? Oh, I'm not bad, thank you, Tobes. How about yourself? Yeah, pretty good. Is that how you pronounce it? I've been there, actually. Is it Piha? Piha, yes. Uh, I was actually wondering where you're going with that. I didn't quite hear what you said. Uh, yeah, Piha, lovely um, rough West Coast beach, about 20 minutes mm. drive from me. Um, beautiful surfing, very dangerous, though, but great in summer. If you want to go out in the afternoon, twilight, you know, have a... Take your dinner out there, some fish and chips or fush and chips, as we say over on this <laughs> side of the Tasman. Oh, well, I, I was just a bit, you know, taken aback when you called me Mr Bondi and I, I thought, you know, that's that's you, isn't it? Rough, rugged, dangerous, Kiwi. So Mr PR for you and from Mr Bondi. Uh, I had heard rumours there, <laughs> um, there was there there was was a photo circulating of you and Budgie Smugglers Um and I wonder if maybe that's where the nickname came from, Mr. Bondi, actually. Uh, no, no, that was a kookaburra smuggler's mate, but uh, that, that's, 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 a, that's another, another story. I don't know if we should... We, we're really wading out into some rugged and rough uh, surf here, so we better be a little bit careful. <laughs> While on, the serious... It's, where, where is it Friday? It's Leighton Friday, is it? Did you? Leighton. Yeah, Leighton Friday. You put you put Wagger, I'm sure. Jeez, wait till Grant Coelho hears this, that you called Leighton Wagger. Whew. There'll be, this will go viral on uh, Twitter in the Riverina. You're going to have to, you're going to, I'm going to love the apology uh, you, re, you read out on yeah, about me next week when you do concede that I did in fact write Leighton, but that's all right, we'll move on. At your age, I guess it does, you know, your memory does you? start to get on the point. Oh, oh, well, this is, uh, you did write Leighton, oh dear, I wrote Wagga. Um, all right, I just apologise to all... when the man from Pihar knows more about the Riverina than you. <laughs> I just apologise to all those in the Riverina, in particular the Leighton Harness Racing, Harness Racing Club Committee and all those involved, and particularly in particular Rodney Coelli, because uh, I don't want any golf clubs anywhere near me. Uh, all right, now let's get back into this series. What, what are we here? Mr Bondi is racing at Leighton. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, we'll get there, we'll get there. So, uh, new horse for the Boots Army and uh, Alan and Blake Jones, I believe. Yep. Um, we possibly talked a few weeks back about how there was going to be a replacement in coming for one of theirs that had been shifted. So, I think this was it. Um, look, he, <coughs> he'd been running placings here in the north for a couple of very uh, talented and sharp trainers, Logan Hollis and Shane Robertson. And uh, this wasn't quite finishing his races off. Uh, you know, he, he seemed when he got the right run, he could finish in the money. Probably only half a dozen starts, something like that. And I, I remember talking to, to uh, Logan about him at one point, and he said, you know, he's there, thereabouts. He's still got some maturing to do. Um, and then what do you know? He comes back after a short let-up, and he absolutely destroyed them in his last start at Auckland maybe about six weeks ago. Mm. Um, let up, and I think 
must have won by about half a dozen lengths, I think, easily. You know, home in 56 and 28 and on a good mile rate for Auckland. Um, really nice horse in the making. Whether he's there yet, I don't know. Uh, whether that one was just a... Uh, I don't know. Maybe he was made to look good by his opponents. I'm not sure. But uh, he's there or thereabouts. And, uh, you know, he's drawn... He can take advantage of that draw this week. So I would expect him to make a winning debut based on that last run alone. Um, and I'll be very intrigued to see six, nine months down the track when he, you know, physical maturity really kicks in. You just just how much he's flourished. So he's got the gate speed to hold up from the pole? Yeah, he should be should be holding up. Well, I can't speak to what, what's drawn outside him. There might be a turn it up outside him or something. But, um, so. you know, he, mm-hmm. he gets out. He gets out okay. And generally, these Kiwi horses, sometimes they aren't ushered off the gate over here. So it's a bit of a culture shock um, going over there. So maybe they have to factor that into the equation. But uh, I assume Blake's driving. Um, yep. If that horse is capable of leading, I'm sure he'll find the front. Yeah, the wizard will get him away. Don't worry about that. Now, with just the one horse, I thought uh, we could have a chat about the uh, Kiwi drivers in the Australasian Young Drivers Championship and a bit on each one. Zev Meredith. Yeah, Zev, young guy over here. Um, very talkative fella. I'd imagine he'd be good value on a night out. He works for Arna Donnelly, one of the uh, probably the leading trainer in the in Cambridge, just south of Auckland. Mm. Um yeah, no, Zev's, uh, I think he won a heat yesterday, actually, at Albion Park. Uh, I think it's his first championships. He's he's had a couple of placings in the New Zealand championships over here the last few years and uh, rightly earned his place. Um, very lightweight, and uh, they, they run for him. So I'm, I'm excited to sort of see how he goes this week. Um, a lot of it comes down to, to the luck of the draw, doesn't it? You know, mm. you can have the best driver there and... Um, if you draw six duds or eight duds, well, then you're on a hiding to nothing, I suppose. So, But, um, yeah, I, I, all three of these drivers from New Zealand, they're just like the ones, every single one in that in that competition, they're all high-quality youngsters with a future. So, But, no, Zev especially, uh, you know, it's his first trip over the Aussie, I think, as part of this. The other two, Crystal and, and um, Sarah, have already taken part yeah. in t- last year's edition. So Zev's first crack, and uh, he's made the right start, I think, with a win and a placing yesterday. He names his favourite sport as D D I N Z or D one N Z. What is that? Yeah, that's that's D one N Z is a is like a it's a uh, competition where they drift cars. You know, have you ever seen that? It's like mm-hmm. a yeah, yeah. Imagine like a, imagine like a figure eight um, made of tar seal, and then the cars are just constantly sliding around the corners and then changing the weight to the other side and then sliding. You know. Basically doing burnouts, but yeah, racing yeah, yeah. at the same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a, it's a real petrol head sort of um, uh, sport. I, I actually had no idea, but knowing Seb, that kind of would is kind of in line with sort of his personality, <laughs> so um, doesn't really come as a surprise. Uh, his first winner was a horse called um, Have Horse Will Travel, and Crystal Haggard's first winner was High in the Sky. Both horses we've discussed on this show, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Crystal, she's had all the grounding in the world. Uh, obviously, her parents, Bernie Hackett, Michelle Wallace, biggest trainers of trotters in the North Island. You know, they've got 30, 30 35 trotters. They maybe have one pacer here and there, but generally not. So she's she's had that um, lifelong grounding around stables uh, and two of the best educators you could hope for. And if that wasn't enough, uh, she's been doing her apprenticeship uh, or junior driver um 
work for Barry Purden and Scott Phelan. Uh, obviously, Barry, apart from his brother, probably the most successful trainer of all time in New Zealand. Uh, just won everything there is to um, won the New Zealand Derby on Sunday with Merlin. Just that that's just uh, and the two-year-old race for Duchess makes it. So, Crystal's um, you know she, she, they run for her as well. She's got a great set of hands. She, she's really adept with the trotters. I don't know whether these juniors are driving any trotters over there or if it's all paces, but I would guarantee she's driven ten times as many trotters, probably more, twenty times as many trotters as anyone else in that in that competition. Um, and if they you know if they do manage to uh, Get a heat of them, she'll be in the box seat. So, yeah, I'd like to see Crystal, uh, you know, get some nice drives because uh, she's definitely capable of um, putting her foot in the till on even half-decent horses. Yeah, she's just in about seventh spot at the moment, a little bit off it, but it only takes a win or two and it changes quickly. Sarah O'Reilly's favourite song, Dancing Queen, favourite movie, Top Gun. So she's she's might be a bit of a character, Sarah. Yeah, I don't know Sarah too well. She's down down South Island there, but to everyone that's sort of you know is in her group, her, her circle, they reckon she's a she's good value and a real quirky character. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in my role as a journo, you know, I've interviewed her a few times, and she was very introverted and very quiet early on, but it's clear she's come out of her shell now. Um, one thing about Sarah, you know, I said earlier, you know, some of these tournaments that they have over various meetings, a lot of it comes down to the draws and horses you get. Well, what if I told you this? The last five New Zealand championships, which has run over, usually run over three meetings and about eight or ten races, she's won four of the last five. Now, I don't care how much good luck you get, the chances of winning four out of five are astron, you know, the the odds are infinitesimal, you know, because you're going to get bad horses or bad luck. So that just shows how good a driver, horsewoman she is, that she can win four championships in a row. And I think she actually didn't. She win the last um, yeah yeah Australasian yeah she championship did. as well. So I mean, what kind of you won't find a better resume than that in a, in a junior horsewoman uh, or junior junior driver full stop. So, uh, well, she won the 2019 edition. I say sorry over here in, in New Zealand. So, um, yep, she's. I would say she's probably uh, the most experienced in these kinds of things. And I'd have to check, but I'd say she must be pretty close to coming out of her time over here. She'd be getting towards that age, I'd say. Careful. But she's one of those ones that she's now so like you know like a lot of the ones I've noticed in Australia, the, the big stables like Crandall Getty as one, Brenton Tim White her employers and many others, they're not afraid to put her on. Like she had a drive in the New Zealand Cup, you know. Um, mm. she, it doesn't matter what the race is, she now has the confidence of, the, of all the big trainers to put her on, and you know, and that's not easily gained. So two six two hundred and sixty three winners she's had, which. I think in New Zealand parlance, that's a lot. Like James Herbertson has driven a thousand and sixty-four, and Josh Gallagher five eighty-two, and Angus uh, Garrard six fifty-two. But I think in New Zealand terms, two sixty-three for a junior is a lot of wins, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, how many Chris Alfred driven? Ten thousand, twelve thousand. Yeah, he's yeah, and Tony Hurley's our best eight, driver, and he's Tony Hurley, he's our leading driver, and he's only driven. Less than four thousand. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You've basically got a you've got a times that out by at least three or four. So if she's driven two sixty, that's the equivalent of like a thousand in Australia. So um, you know that gives you some context of of uh, just how dominant she's been. She's have come for me on the text. That's another blunder, Toby. Three in five days now uh, from Big Fella, who's keeping tabs. Unfortunately for me, uh, all good Big Fella. What I'm trying to do is make everyone else feel normal, Big Fella. 
but I'm not perfect. I, didn't think, I needed a confidence boost after the, the King of Content fiasco the last couple of weeks, so I really needed something to go my way, and so thanks for that. Um, you didn't take... I, I've heard that you took offence to what happened with Bruce <laughs> and quite literally <laughs> took offence. <laughs> yeah, I went, I went and I pulled Bruce Spence down, uh, poor bugger. He had it coming. <laughs> he had it coming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, on, on that note, by the way, I, just, I will uh, get serious just for one second. A uh, good friend of the show, the king of content, Johnny Turner. Him and his fellow owners, they have Manhattan in the Group 1 Queen Parts at Auckland on Friday night, and she's drawn one. Second favourite um, for Bob Butt, $3.50, I think. Artie's Express drawn next to her. Two twenty into a dollar sixty within twenty four hours. Spoke to Bob Butt today. He said, "Look, we're still hurting over getting beaten the nose in the Golden Girl in Queensland in winter Group One. Yeah, our mayor deserves a Group One, and I'm going to try and get it this week. I'm going to park Ali's Express out, and I'm going to run them. So should be fireworks. And I know Johnny and all his uh, merry band of followers. They'll be there on course, hoping and praying that their their prized mayor can." Get a list of Group 1 wins. So good luck to the connections there. Yeah, the the prize money only be a small portion of what he'll make out of the night just for an appearance fee, won't it? Uh, well, you think about the 30, 37 different um, contracts he's got to supply content to various mm. um, institutions across the country, across mm. the world, in fact. Um, yeah, he'll, you know, he, him and Garen are the same. They can write the same story and it appears in five different places. And I don't know how many times they're getting paid for them, but um, they both draw pretty flash cars. Is it true you were trying to push the fence over with one on each side of the fence? Yeah, that would be, be a poor fence if that was the case. <laughs> I won't go any further. Gary, thank you so much, mate. Uh, always a pleasure having a bit of fun with you. And uh, Mr PR, uh, <laughs> Stu, I'm starting to think it's Toby from Newport. You've ruined your track record. Uh, There's an audio grab from here. Uh, you've ruined your track record. Uh, surely might be able to. It's, there's a task we join if you can get that up uh, at some stage, even on the other side of the ad break. Garrick. Thank you so much, my friend. Uh, We'll chat again next week, hopefully. We'll do it next week, and I'll ensure we have some Christmas crackers.